Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast here on RotoGrinders.com. I'm Soccer Dad, a.k.a. Soccer Dave, a.k.a. David Kitchen, joined by FF. <laughs> I just saw your handle. Yes, on, on FanDuel, uh, FanDuel, you can find Peter Overs at the FF Comedy Hour underscore Pete. What's your what's your DraftKings name, Pete? Is it just Overs? Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's Reverti's top. But then you learn your lesson with Underdog, right? I did. It's just and Peter you... that for the brand, right. right, Davis? That's how you do it? I got ahead of this 10 years ago. People should have followed me. They weren't smart enough to do it. But didn't you not get ahead of it with your website, which then Dave owned for a long time? Yeah. Uh, Dave Dave did own it because I let the no, uh, you didn't. license. You had never expire. you had never registered it before. Is that it? <laughs> I, 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 oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I hadn't. And I then, did get, I did get David that was Maddox one of my best well. jokes I've ever done because I registered it in January or February, knowing that it was going to be an April fool's bit. So, <laughs> um, it was, you know, that was, that was a fun, those were the, the good old days, but yeah, like I was explaining to, so for some reason they asked me to help with onboarding, um, all the, better collective us people like from the action network rotor grinders scores and odds vegas insiders and so i'm like i caught myself just rambling about how i'm soccer dave but also david kitchen i know they were just like just please be quiet boomer like i'm just trying to get this this done but um like i don't i i would like to eventually retire the brand soccer dave like why and be it's pretty entrenched at this point. I don't know. I, I mean, Dave, you would actually have to do work to spin up a new brand, and I don't think you're capable <laughs> of doing that right now. Yeah, no, it's. I he's mean, got, he's got too much on his plate. Right. You know, corporate, all that stuff. But uh, people still call me Soccer Dave. And, Dave, do you do you wear yeah. a fitness watch? Of course. Well, I, I wear an Apple Watch. Yeah, uh, Pete. Let's laud and thinks what Dave's resting heart rate is. So here's the thing. I, I'm not uh, a performance watch guy. I actually want to get one. So I don't even have like good baseline references for this stuff like all of you guys do. What, uh, what's feels, your guess? Feels like you should 100%. Like this is totally in your realm. I'm, I'm back on uh, like my Huberman lab, like life optimization bullshit right now. What's your guess, Davis? <sighs> 68. 65. Honestly, good for a guy your age with the yeah. stress and hours you work. So, <laughs> I, 
I had the life insurance lady come out. Um, she does like house the, calls. Yeah, so they come oh. to your they come to your house, and I put it off like for a while. Like I was telling my financial advisor, like yeah, 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 no, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. <laughs> then I was thinking, I do not, I because I I don't want like the bad news. I don't want them to tell me something's wrong. Um, and like surprisingly, everything was in like the the good the good range. So, um, happy to report that I have full coverage life insurance. That's good to hear. With Dave, can you, I, people love to know how the sausage gets made yep. with the swole cast. You are no longer producing. We have switched streaming platforms, perhaps to the platform I suggested we do all along. Can you kind of explain about this massive shift in how we produce this show? Yeah. <clears throat> um, you see, Pete, sometimes there's a thing called trial and error. There's a split test. It's all about testing. Once you, you know, if you want to get into the, how the sausage is made from like a marketing standpoint, always be testing. ABT is what they say. Uh, and so we tested another platform and it wasn't just Liam from last week uh, or two weeks ago who had issues. It was also Kevin Roth who had issues. So instead of like sticking out with EV Mux because of their pro scenes, which StreamYard cannot do at this time, no, we just decided cannot. to go back to what's easiest. And that is A, StreamYard, cloud-based solution, and B, having someone actually produce the show. And I'm happy to welcome back producer Sosa to the show. Welcome back. Yeah, producer Sosa off his... Uh, paternity leave new girl dad hashtag girl dad um and uh man imagine like going from changing diapers to producing this whole cast sounds like a jarring shift well, but just one of the many things back. you you juggle dave yeah. as, a, oh. as a dad and a producer i know i just forgot that i i was drafting my first best ball lineup of the season so i guess it auto drafted the rest of it I was on DraftKings. It's all right. Wow. Right. Just a three dollar so contest. You decided to get your feet wet for best ball season on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, people might not know, I, but I used to be a DraftKings pro. So uh, just admit it that you have a, a few shekels on DraftKings and don't have a hundred percent dog account. <laughs> There is like, you know, there's your DK balance for uh for fantasy and the the sports book, and then like they don't carry over all the time. So I've got some that's still in the fantasy that's uh, left in the the best ball. Uh, that, that that'll be dedicated to the best ball. So how yeah. many drafts do you think you'll get to this summer? The season kicks off across all the sites that you play on. How many best ball drafts do you think you complete? Hundred. Under. And you're, like, you're, I would like to book the under. And you're at one right now. But here's the thing about me. I'm, <laughs> I'm zero or I'm one hundred. Uh, so Dave, I would, if anyone, if anyone listening to this would like to offer me money on the under, I, and I am also assuming that DraftKings doesn't give out a bunch of tickets for this. Uh, if DraftKings gives out a bunch of tickets, then bet is void. What you think DraftKings is just naturally going to fill a million entry tournament. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming that I'm, I'm I can't assuming wait that, till everyone gets really upset in the last week when DraftKings starts giving out. But they they didn't. They didn't last year. There was there they did not. People assumed it was, and it did not happen last year. 
but once I'm in, I'm in. Like it's it's gonna be July, August. It's gonna be. It, Dave, that's you know why I'm not starting till now. You I know like the people that draft April until August. There is no way that that doesn't get old at some point. It's getting, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's getting a little. It's getting a little old right now. Yeah, it's only June. It's only See, June eight. You guys blow your load though. Like I've been drafting since then too, but I'm still only at like 35 total drafts, 40 drafts. You guys just blast oh, it off. I so do like. Hard. I do like 15 a day. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this is, who has time to do 15 not, a day? Not not Wait. 15. Not 15. I do like 10 a day. I do like 10 a day. <laughs> That's absurd. That's an absurd amount. I, I get so excited. Last night I did one after Club Top Shot because I was like, I haven't done a draft in like three days, just not on stream. And I was so excited to find 45 minutes. How do you, you're Dave. You're on Dave level if you're able to rip off 10 of these during the day. What are you I mean, doing? I mean, I do them. I do three while I'm working out. I do. So so if you really want to, if you really want to get in the weeds. I do. I, I get up. Baseball. I get up. I, I make my coffee. I let my dogs out. I enter one, then like the next 30 minutes or so I'm, I'm feeding the dogs. I'm getting my coffee. I'm getting set up and I get my gym bag ready. I go to the gym. I do my, my warm up cardio, my backwards walking knees over toes guy. And I'm, I'm about wrapped up with one. Then I go stretch. Then I lift. Then I go back and do my underdog cardio club. Normally knock out two during that. Um, then normally I will do at least one in the afternoon and then my it just depends on what's happening in the evening like if my partner's got somewhere she needs to be i'm ripping them off i normally do one before bed you know your fiance mm -hmm. okay um so i want to talk about this underdog cardio club because you're to answer your questions dave I feel yeah, like, like is Pete paying me royalties or what? i feel like this kind of started on the show when i suggested that we do a draft with Davis on the Stairmaster. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. This, this is, is so good, Dave. Now trying to take credit. No, for it because too. like this is because... this is the first time in history that Pete has ever stolen one of my bits. This is this is the one and only time it'll ever happen. Well, and I wouldn't it's not even really say stealing. stolen. It's, it's not. I amplified it for you, Davis. <laughs> sure. And be honest, sure. you weren't going to make the video, write up the rules, do all of the paperwork, the admin stuff, sifting through the tweets. You were never going to do that. <laughs> Give us never. an elevator pitch, uh, Pete, uh, under 30 seconds on what is the Underdog Cardio Club for those that yeah, so the have not wanted is, to click on it. The origin is, of course, Kitchen um, founding the Underdog Cardio <laughs> Club. It was uh, his idea back in the day. Dave used to always do these drafts. Yeah. Um, where he would be exercising. Um, no, so yeah, the, the concept is you do a BBM3 draft while doing some form of cardio. Uh, I prefer the Stairmaster. Some people do recumbent bike, Peloton, treadmill, whatever. Some people are even kind of doing a light jog, I guess, outside to pull it off. I, I'm for walking his dogs. I hope he's getting his heart rate up because it feels like he might be kind of, you know, skirting around the spirit of it um, there a little bit. But... Uh, after that, then you are, uh, just posting them seven tweets, seven drafts, and then you will be entered. You will become a part of the underdog cardio club. It comes with a tank, comes with access to a private discord and a, a special piece of utility that we have not announced yet that anyone who completes this is going to get. So anyone who's a BBM three grinder or underdog grinder will be very excited about this additional reward. 
So it's seven of the BBM three. So you can't do seven puppies. No puppy. I mean, $35 in entries on tournaments that are already going to fill, you know, that's not really helping the bottom line. Yeah. Got to pony up the $25. Yeah. Okay. So, um, very nice. And everyone's not doing it at the same time. Like everyone in a draft obviously is not on the treadmill. Correct. Although I've talked to Rudbid, like how fun would it be if we had a live event that was like the soul cycle instructor and it was like, everyone was in the same draft. Uh, that's what I, that's what was going to be this show. It was going to be the show. Davis wouldn't do it though. The thing Davis, is, is it, will you it, commit to doing it now? No. Why not? I don't want to. I my issue is so I go to the gym to use the stairmaster. I'm contemplating trying to do a cardio club on the rowing machine in my basement though. I feel like it would be much harder though. It's just yes. it's so I've done I've done I've done a draft on the rower before and it it just it becomes it becomes uh a little silly. You know, having Peloton would also Well, I feel like rower would maybe be easier and more healthier than Peloton because you could at least get like depending on when your pick was cuz you could at least do like uh, you know, resting and then do your pick and then go at it and then rest, you know, in between picks. Whereas Peloton, you are like bending over having to be on your phone while you like you, you do certain cycles. Like it's, it's going to be, it, that would be really tough. That's why I like the Stairmaster because I crank it up pretty fast when I'm not picking. And then when mm -hmm. I'm like one out on deck, I throttle it way down, make my pick throttle it back up yeah do you, do you think you are healthier this year than you were last year already yes yes i after my hawaii trip mm -hmm. um i buckled down i would say i'm in the second best shape i've ever been other than man's pre-gambling olympics oh man you were hot to trot or i knew, i remember that was like kind of your introduction to the world and people just could not believe how ripped the man's was there were a lot of sacrifices to get to that yeah. point. Sacrifices I'm not quite making right yeah. now, but yeah. pretty pretty dialed in. Okay, let's talk about being in shape because this past week has been, I don't know if it's like a shaming type of thing, but it's best ship of your life, worship your life. Um, we've seen the pictures of Fat Lenny, and <laughs> like, is anybody it's bad. surprised? It's bad. Is anybody surprised though, like how he showed up? I don't remember that being a thing from him in the past. Uh, like well, he's I always, his entire he's, nickname was Fat his Lenny. His Fat Lenny was his nickname. I know, but he's like, he's got to be like 260 pounds, dude. I mean, far be it for me to body shame anyone because I'm in, <laughs> I'm, I'm in, uh, it, I was talking to, I was talking to Leone about this earlier days. Like I'm in the best shape of my life, but I'm still fat. Like I, I am stronger, faster, better cardiovascular shape than I've ever been in my life, but, but I am still fat. So I still probably should not body shame him, but yeah. What do you think about this comment? He's got the build to talk fantasy football once a week on a live show. <laughs> <laughs> he really, really, uh, that guy there is just stealing, stealing your bit Pete from the, from your every fantasy football podcast video. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, and then we also have uh, Traylon Burks, who like <laughs> they just basically admitted, like, "Hey, it's not can't like run. he's in bad shape, but he has asthma. How are you going to pick a guy that has asthma? Um, and he can't like. I feel like 
I don't know how they're going to like how do you cure asthma? You know, like Davis, I need your doctor prognosis on wide receivers with asthma. Like you just take an inhaler and that just is the cure all for this. I mean, if, I don't know. I have no, I have literally no clue. Like I think it's just something, I just think it's just something you got to battle through. Right. I mean, Dave, I, to, to me, this is an extremely on brand selection for the Titans. You guys are used to AJ Brown leaving after one quarter. So let Traylon Burks come in here, do his one quarter, be out of breath and then leave the field. You guys are very familiar. Julio looked so out of shape that game one last, last season. It was apparent he was not in shape, but yes, AJ Brown, like I, we just it does not appear to uh, to be going well on the trail on Burke's front. However, the flip side, Derrick Henry, some of these workout videos, the he he might it's going to be a surprise to some, but I'm just saying he might have the best season of his life. He might yeah, be in the best best on. shape. He might be in the best shape of his life. If you watch these workout videos, no one has tougher workout videos than Derrick Henry. Like, they are ridiculous. You are like the quintessential just NFL fan, both over and underreacting to the most basic tramp trading camp. Dave Dave is like the guy who watches Good Morning Football and, like, gets his opinions from that. (laughs) Like, that's Dave. Like, sports radio, local sports radio talk. That's, that's like, literally you, dude. Like, you you are the guy... You are you are the you are Rob Lowe wearing the NFL hat in the in the in the stands. I do have an NFL draft hat that I wear frequently that I got in Nashville. Amazing. I don't feel like Traylon Burks though is is like overreacting. The guy has asthma. That seems bad for a wide receiver. He he now. looks like an absolute unit in the videos that have come out from any game. The guy looks gigantic. Yeah. Don't don't lots of people have asthma? Isn't it treatable? You get an inhaler. Yeah, I feel. I, mean, I feel like I feel like there have been other athletes who have had asthma. Like I don't think it's it's a total. That's why I was asking. Like how how do okay hold on. Sosa says he has asthma. Producer Sosa has asthma. Bring uh, bring Sosa in here. Sosa, bring Sosa get on this we need show boots right on now. The ground. We Come got in, some Sosa. questions. All right. So what's first? Unmute yourself. <laughs> Next. Hey. Thank you for your service as an asthma survivor yeah so uh so so what's the what's the plan here for Traylon? Traylon, sorry so at least with me my rescue inhaler it kind of raises your heart rate a little so i don't know if that it does it does i don't think that'd be great to be doing mid-game okay and i also don't know are you allowed like there was a ufc fighter who in between rounds used his inhaler and he was disqualified yeah. I would I would bet there's got to be an exception in the NFL. But Pete just said that there's a cure for it. So no, what no. is it, Sosa? There's no cure. Not that I'm aware of. Emmett, Emmett Smith had asthma. I'm going to go ahead and write this off as a nothing burger. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think if, we'll if so, then you need to be drafting lots of Traylon Burks because he is falling big time in drafts. Do you know what's so sick about society? Yeah. Elon what? Musk is out here making flamethrowers, and we don't even have a cure for asthma yet. <laughs> Jerome Jerome Bettis had asthma. Dennis Rodman, had, Jackie Joyner, Kersey had asthma. I'm officially writing this off as literally no big deal. If Jackie Joyner, Kersey had asthma, 
There's no way this matters at all for Trail on Burns. You know how I know you're a boomer is because you know who Jackie Joyner Kersey is. I'm pretty sure you just Wikipedia Wikipedia a list of people with asthma. I literally did. You are correct. I literally I literally Wikipedia athletes of with course, asthma. Of course, he started. He went from like not knowing anyone to just listing all these people. All right, now do type one diabetes, David. Jesus, there can't be very many, right? Jay Cutler was one. I remember that. Oh yeah, does it? Because does it? Isn't diabetes like an interaction with being fat? No. Type two diabetes is is. If you're We're really out out ahead of our skis <laughs> on this one, guys. All right. Um. Anyways. Other camp reactions, overreactions, underreactions. Uh, I saw Najee Harris was talking about him being like he was upset there. What are some other overreactions you think, Pete, is out there? Well, I mean, yeah, so we have all the tropes, best shape of their life, gained weight. The other big one is which running backs are catching passes. We had the Dalvin Cook report yesterday. We had the Ramondre Stevenson has been working on his pass catching um what are what are our other tropes davis from training camp well running backs on the field at the same time that's the biggest one right right oh tony pollard zico elliott they're on the field at the same now he uh the the biggest riser in adp this offseason has been naheem hines he after frank, the rake he's the he's comment. he is up he is up like 30 spots since frank reich said if i had a fantasy football team i would want naheem hines on my team which by the way honestly at first i was ready to wipe that off, but no one loves to check down at their running backs more than Matt Ryan. And Jonathan Taylor got eight targets in the last six games last year for the, for the Colts. And I can't remember. I think this was Liam's theory, which is that Wentz just hates checking down. Like Wentz is just not a check down guy. So that's why Nike minds had a down year last year and why he's out on McKissick. So I'm kind of buying into that. But I mean, I think that we got to talk about week 17 correlation, right? That's, that's like the big topic these days. We, that's our, that's our, you know, every season and in, in, in fantasy football, there's like a different trope that really hits the the discourse. And this year it's, it's week 17 correlation. Tell, tell me what happened on your show with Josh and Hayden. Cause I didn't watch, but I just heard people talking about it. I, Josh lost his mind is what happened. Like Josh, like Josh had like, obviously he knew about like the week 17 correlation, but I kind of, I mean, basically I just summarized your video at the beginning and I was like, you know, all the money's in week 17. All I really care about is winning uh, a lot of money. And, and I'm going to, my player takes are probably going to be slightly better than the market, but probably not that much better. So I'm just trying to get as much correlation as possible. And I think what really sent him was when I picked Tyler Allegier slightly ahead of ADP to correlate with Zach Ertz. And I think, I think he, I think he was just like, this is too much. Like I can't, that was the I can't. End of it. I, he was like, like, but like I had already made one selection. Like I took Zach Ertz to correlate with Drake London. And that was a little irking to him. But I think the Tyler Allegier pick, I think he was like, I can't, I can't abide but by this. Put yourself in Josh's shoes. He is an analyst. Yeah. He he's Mr. Hours. Yeah upon hours studying everything and then to have someone say oh nothing else matters except for <laughs> week 17 i mean this is this is this is like the original sort of pushback from like the fantasy football is a fun hobby you know we love fantasy football we love the game but like it's not that it's like this was the pushback that rotoviz got right uh from from kind of the established uh i guess just the establishment of the fantasy football community you think josh is part of the establishment 
No, this was more like uh, I remember talking to like Sigmund Bloom and stuff about this like way back in the day was like this stuff just makes fantasy football less fun because it's so formulaic. Yeah. Well, kind and, of the, and, and that's the same all... thing for tournaments and like not playing the best plays, like fading the highest owned players. Like the same thing is people I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Like, I don't want to fade the best matchups every week. Like, I don't want to do that. Interesting, Dave. Well, it, <laughs> is, it, it is. And it's funny how it's a means of, you know, what, you know, is your fancy. Like, I, I love like th- the game theory approach and trying to approach it from that angle. I, I, it's so fun. And I know Davis, you have fun with the correlations too. Like that's what actually gets me excited in drafts. I can understand how, if you're a player take guy and then this tournament isn't, you know, constructed in a way that your player takes matter, how that could be frustrating. But the, the thing is too, I think, I don't even think it would be that hard to correct. Like say you took an extra million from the prize pool and you had $2 million that were spread out to regular season winners too, or maybe you did them in chunks where it was more like, you know, weeks one through six. Or or no, no, the, you don't even have to do all that. It's just winning your 12-man pool comes with like enough prize money to make that worth your while from grinding, yeah. right? Like if like if you win, say you, you advance 30% of your teams with 10% of them winning your individual league, like you've profited. Like if, like if you redistributed the prize pool that way, that I mean, and not only that, but that makes drafts so much more interesting because you would have your Leone types who are like, all I care about is advancing this team. I don't care about, I just want to advance this team. And then you have your player take guys and the player take guys are not drawing dead to have a profitable year because they could win a bunch of their leagues if they get their player takes right. And then you have your week 17, all I care about is first place bros also drafting. That's like a super fun game. Yeah. And it, because what you're trying to do, and I know uh, Kitchen has thoughts on this as well, but you're trying to create the dynamic that you have in good dynasty leagues where you have people approaching 100%. it from completely different angles. You'd have the contenders, the week six, 17 bros. You'd have the rebuilders, which would in this scenario would be, I just want to get an ROI on my entry. And all of a sudden you'd have very different kind of styles within drafts that would make it so fun. Yeah. They're, like the men cash bros are definitely a thing. Well, and it's also kind of analogous to the playoff tournaments that they run where you have people who are just building to advance out of that first week, like the wild card round or whatever. Whereas you're just trying to get your like Super Bowl matchup team, just squeeze them, eke them on through, knowing that if you can get them there, but then you're probably going to get beat most of the time by someone who optimizes for that first week. And so anything that would balance that out, I think ultimately would probably be a good thing. This is why I think eventually um, it's it's hard to scale from like a business standpoint, but from an entertainment standpoint, nothing beats the auction draft. And it presents another kind of element to the stacking and, uh, you know, wh- who you're taking. I-, I think that people are going to start getting burned out on snake drafts in a few years where they're doing 150 snake drafts. Not your ear so I- long. I disagree on this take yeah. because one of the other pushbacks I see from some of the best ball grinders to the week 17 stuff is there's this ability to mindlessly do it. Just rip off drafts. You know how to just draft within structure relatively well. It takes added thought to start thinking about the correlations, the matchups, finding it in the right pockets. And I think people just enjoy like the rhythm of just drafting and how easy it is. Like an auction draft while very fun requires pay too so much, much attention. brain power. 
to do it. And you couldn't do that repeatedly like you can snake drafts. But that's what they used to say about snake drafts as well. What was, what was, what was before <laughs> snake drafts? Uh, well, as far as best ball drafts, like you couldn't, you couldn't have a business just with best ball drafts because no one is manually drafting 150 teams. I think you'd also be more ripe for like collusion and having to throw out so many drafts, like timeouts on stuff too. I, I do think you would, it'd be harder to moderate from like a fairness perspective. Okay. Well, just know I'm predicting burnout is coming. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. This is like an all-time Dave. Dude, people take. love to draft yeah. snake drafts so much, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is doesn't have an iota of proof in it. I'm not saying that like there's not going to be a million dollar contest. I'm saying Dave, you are projecting people you you are projecting are, your mind state on a, a populace that does not agree with you. Well. You, you personally, you, David Kitchen, get burnt out on things very quickly. The rise of, yes, this is true. And there are people like me out there. Uh, but, but there are way more people like me who are, 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 whose brains are broken and just need action at all times. Yeah. But this is what I'm kind of saying, like, inner, the thing about best ball, like, it was great. It, I was actually thinking about this today because I signed up, you know, for my first best ball draft and in two seconds it was filled and it's june 8th it never used to happen and the fact that you don't have to wait and that that's what draft really provided to us right like what jared and now underdog as well and now DraftKings. and i think you're going to get to the point where so many people are playing mm -hmm. that the next rise will be auction drafts that's my prediction it doesn't mean that snake drafts are going away i'm saying that people will look for something else there's, I, there's no way. Dave, you should double down on your super flex take here because that has a way better chance of happening. Yeah. That super flex becomes like the 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 standard in the biggest tournament. Yeah. I could or see you that spin happening. Spin the wheel and then whatever it lands on the format, that's where you go. Wow, now you're stealing my randomizer. Uh no, the spin the wheel draft was, you know, as you recall, my idea for the draft that I never did two years ago. It's crazy how you invented so many things you didn't invent. Well, no, uh, I, speaking I, of which, I, I do have to plug. I just didn't execute. I do yeah, have to plug. I, who knows? This will probably come out in two weeks. But uh, mm -hmm. Davis and I are uh, doing a randomizer draft tomorrow night. Davis is somehow his first time doing the randomizer show. So, Davis, how how scared are you of some of those prompts rolling in? Davis uh, isn't going to do it. He, yeah, he is I'm not gonna, flexible. I, I'm going to do. I'm going to silver you. Is what's going to end up happening? No, you're not. I, I won't, I won't like out, but I will, I will much rather, uh, do awful shit to my $5 puppy team than like have to tweet anything embarrassing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's not a fun guest. He's going to be like anti-fun with some of the stuff. If Davis falls on the Silva spectrum, it's going to be a tough scene for him. The internet will not be kind to Davis. No, I mean, I'll have more fun than Evan. Like, like Evan... <laughs> <laughs> like it's like communicating with evan via via the internet sometimes feels like trying to like uh you know send a telegram or something like he just doesn't get some of the base layers of internet communication but i mean i'm not gonna like i'm probably not gonna send any dumb tweets so if the prompt is sending like a dumb tweet i'm i'm not on board with that i've all i've been working on memorizing a lot of people you know i have been picking up this bit because of the underdog stream the other day of of memorizing all the week 17 games i gotta be i wouldn't ha i wouldn't be able to list all of them 
So if you're like Davis, you got to list all of them. But if it was like a flashcard style system where you like, who do the Seahawks play or whatever? Then I guess my I question is, why would you wait or have the randomizer be the event that prevents you from tweeting dumb shit? <laughs> I want to tweet dumb shit of my own accord. This is a great promo. Um, Davis telling you what he's not going to do on the show that is predicated around people doing stuff. Well, some of the prompts that some of the prompts that people were tweeting at him were very funny. And I'm don't worry. Yeah. I I am a good curator of the prompts. I yeah. am. I'm not going to do anything. Um, like Davis is never going to do a TikTok dance. Yeah. I don't think anyone suggested either of us do a TikTok dance. I would. But I will. I saw people. <laughs> I would pay I saw, to see Davis do a TikTok dance. I saw people requesting the skateboard. So I will I will go get my skateboard out of my car and I will bring Ooh. it down. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, one of my buddies, we found via TikTok a TikTok dance he did with the team he coaches. And it was so bad. And it provided us with so many gifts. Like, I feel like that is a a great would be amazing form of punishment for davis having to but he doesn't do it one of our first bets he did uh was he had to sing a song that i picked out and i think it was like i will always love you or some sort of ballad and after he lost he's like no i'm not i'm just not gonna do it correct so what davis do you have have you ever been on tiktok do you even have a tiktok account to browse no i so i do i do what all uh 30 year olds do which is i i refuse to get tiktok because i'm a grown man but i i watch the reels on instagram all day which are just the same shit i was gonna say is is skateboard culture on tiktok at all they have that, so so there yeah, are they like, have to be there are like tiktok skaters yeah. or whatever but like that shit's really lame and me and my friends would think that's really lame <laughs> you're so wild <laughs> posting the stories to instagram <laughs> correct yeah all they do is take the like they take the TikToks, they plug it in to this app. You know that you know that, the, the you know that Dave water, you, yeah. you know that Dave can't look at my Instagram because I blocked him. What? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> because Dave did like rule number like rule number one thing you can't do when you're friends with someone online is you can't take something from their personal page and put it on Twitter. And Dave broke that rule, so I had to block I'm him. I'm sorry, at Davis Maddock on Instagram is the same thing as at Davis Maddock. Yeah, but on I Twitter. don't I don't share things from like my personal, like internal life on Twitter, yeah. and I do that on purpose. Uh, what it okay. was was Davis Davis went to an art exhibit in Denver and he like <laughs> tweeted the picture like, oh, it's so deep, or something like that. Where he was like serious and it was so ridiculous that I had to let everybody else know. But anyone else that followed Davis publicly could have seen it. Could well, How about th does this break the code, Davis, when I screenshot Jack's Puma ads on Instagram and post them on Twitter? No, because Jack is a whole different category of person. Like normal <laughs> normal rules do not apply to Jack. But like, but like if Jack posted some picture with his partner on Instagram or whatever and he didn't post it on Twitter, that would be over. You would not do that. Yeah. There's some unwritten rules. There's a, and Dave broke. Dave literally broke one of the unwritten rules of online. Uh, I'm sorry if you got so upset that I screenshotted a picture of a painting that you wanted everyone to know. It's how not about. It's not were. about. It's not about the specific violation. It's that you uh, violated it to begin with. Hi, my name's Davis. I am cultured. I went to an art exhibit. Here's my thoughts. <laughs> Correct. 
<laughs> so Dave can't. Dave doesn't even know that I'm good at skateboarding again because he's not allowed. Davis, to I can Instagram. like I've got different burners. I can see. I can see anything <laughs> if I wanted to see your Instagram account. I have no uh, want or desire to see your skateboarding videos on Instagram. Really, I enjoy seeing them. Good yeah. friend. Yeah. If anything, I post on Instagram is normally just related to my kids so that every year on Facebook or Instagram, I come back, I see the stories and it reminds me of that's a, that's a Dan box special. That's it is interesting. These various personas and brands that we cultivate in these different spheres of the internet. Yeah. I use my Instagram the same way. Hiking and like adventures, trips, that sort of thing. I like, I pick my spots. Like I posted my engagement farmer photo over there because I'm like, this is way more universal than why week 17 is the only thing that matters. Like I feel yeah. like so my college friends might find the engagement farmer bit funny, but don't give a shit about best ball strategy. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm way too, I'm not, I'm not never making an Instagram fantasy account. That's not happening. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that influencer is, it's tough. Like people don't understand that influence i literally can't imagine an easier way to influence like it feels like feels like anyone who's a dad and their kids are reasonably cute like they're like no but it's, it's not that you, dad influencers aren't about like posting things about their kids it's posting things that help like other dads those kids so, those like, don't have to be mutually exclusive though yeah yeah well no like, one, my, no, like no my, dad like, no dad is like following another dad because of their cute kids like that's that's not a thing. i guess i guess for dads it's different but like my my fiance follows lots of moms and all they do is post exactly pictures and and all they do is post pictures of their kids and they make millions of dollars no i, Kitchen, know I will say influencers go ahead your uh i'm trying to re it must have been from like a month ago you had a video i don't know which of your daughters it was at a soccer game and she yeah. scored a goal in the yeah. her the opposition was trying to give her a high five and she kind of like somewhat like noticed it and then just was like nah i'm not high-fiving yeah. you yeah i will <laughs> was, say I, I did one reel and it was about my my middle daughter and like it's still like it gets 10 likes a day by randos and i'm like oh i don't know how i feel about this <laughs> like i like i forgot that kind of the instagram algo just puts random stuff in your feed it's not just whoever follows you yeah. so anyways all right uh back to the nfl and scandals uh-oh deshaun watson i i can't find a place to bet the under on the i i already missed it Here's bet, here's the thing. The I, I, I'm I'm going to be giving this away right now. Uh, Carlucci, who has been on absolute tear, the Luch on scores and odds, posted a bet today. Wait, wait. You mean the Luch, like the DFS complainer? No, from like nine different years ago? one. Oh, this okay. is L U U C H. I I was about to be like, this is what a small world this has just become. All of a sudden, no. No, I I forgot what even happened to that guy. He was L O O. I what, forgot. Whatever happened that. to Crazy Gaby? <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, <laughs> that's I, I'm waiting for season two of Fantasyland to come out for that. <laughs> those, those are going to be some amazing stories. Um, it would be one of those things where it's like, it'd be how hilarious would it be if we I spent like 50 hours making a hyper produced documentary about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He gave me, and there's like 400 people on the entire planet who would 
care about it, but those 400 people would like eat it up so yeah. much. I'd be one of them. I'd be one of them. I'd be, let's see, does Crazy Gaby still have a Twitter? Ethan Haskell. What does that name mean to you? Well, to some, it means like, I just like, there's so many different. Did I tell you when I went to, it was the Roto Grinders party right before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, in Nashville. And I was on the same flight is Ethan Haskell. And I still never, and he, we, we were playing basketball against each other. I still never got a formal introduction. Uh, so Ethan and I have gone the way of Aguiar. Actually, no, I met Aguiar. So yeah, I can introduce that story. I can introduce you to Ethan. No problem. Okay. Um, I'm not sure he's going to be talking much to your fantasy land doc, but we'll, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to need some tell-alls for this. Yeah. I got you. Crazy. All right. Crazy Gaby is a storm chaser now. Dave. what i saw he was predicting like bitcoin patterns at one point now he's that was that, that was one of his things for a while was he did a bitcoin youtube channel i think so this guy's yeah. just a forecaster at heart <laughs> yeah dude started legit the first ever daily fantasy like live show he was before the daily fantasy radio was before like grinders live so incredible yeah all right anyways getting back to the browns the luge Posted the bet plus five fifty for the Browns to finish fourth in Smash. the AFC Smash. North. There's no earthly way Deshaun Watson is playing a football game this year. I thought he was going to. It's a not just that; game. it's that Baker Mayfield might not be playing for the Baker. Either. Baker is zero percent. I would. I would say it's more <laughs> likely. To, I would make Deshaun Watson a favorite to play for the Browns this year over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so BetMGM, promo code GrindersBet. I'm not sure if that's even still the promo code. Uh, <laughs> you don't know if our that. advertiser is uh, yeah. elected to get. No, they're not. The they're time. not advertising right now. That's what I'm saying. Can we put out a request for a Swolecast specific advertiser just to kind of really see, yeah, what what we can return, what kind of clout we have right now? Do you want if this, see this spot right to the left and right of me? Your advertisement could go here. Or if it's good enough, it could even replace Davis. Like depending <laughs> on how much it is. Yeah, we'd split the screen when Tuttle comes back. Uh, half screen. Uh, Tuttle, we got to get screen. Tuttle back. I mean, it's been what months? months. He will not respond to like you said. You saw <laughs> like I even said the Peter. The people are clamoring for Tuttle, and they, uh, he is is just knee deep in projections and and poem. The people miss it. Like last night on Club Top Shot, we haven't had a show with the the core group together in in months too, and so people they miss it. They they miss yeah. the Tuttle element here, right? And Tuttle could just even be like in the corner, just like still on his computer, yeah, like, working on his ownership projection. Right. You don't have to tell him he could do that. That's what he would be doing. <laughs> He'll say something that we'll have to move quickly from to the next topic, uh, and it will be just like old times. So, anyways. Uh, if you haven't already, please like this video. I don't even know what's the title of this video going to be called. Like, I, I don't know what this, what this one is. Best shape of your life. Yeah. Best shape of your life. The swole cast is in the worst shape of its life. <laughs> There's your title. Um, but yeah, as far as Cleveland goes, staying away from everybody Cleveland related Davis. I mean, I was even before this like second wave of stuff came out, I wasn't drafting them anyways because I liked Deontay Johnson slightly more than Amari Cooper. 
And I didn't like Deshaun Watson's ADP because I always imagined there was a suspension. So I would just take Godwin over Amari Cooper. And obviously I'm not drafting Nick Chubb. And if drafting a handcuff running back in the sixth round, I like AJ Dillon over Kareem Hunt. Donovan Peoples-Jones is probably the one I've drafted the most of because his price doesn't matter who's quarterback. He's just got to catch two long touchdowns. I like all those cheap guys, Najoku, David Bell, and DPJ. But I do agree. It's just like, I I feel like Amari's maybe the easiest fade on underdog right now. Also, also like literally imagine being like, I really hope I win $2 million. So I got to show up and really hope for Deshaun Watson to do really well today. Like bad spot to be in. And obviously every transaction under capitalism is unethical anyways, but that one feels extra unethical. It does it, like I I would agree with you except like you were you, like you don't have any problem cheering for Tyreek Hill over the past few seasons. Honestly, honestly that is not true. Like obviously it is well, hard to convey when you were like reek in all caps like But like when when touchdown. when it's and also it's like just I'm, like obviously fandom so poisons your brain because right. it's so much easier now for me to be like screw uh, t- you know i'm glad he's gone or whatever but yeah. it's like but it's like it, i'm not even i'm not saying that i am like this perfect moral example and i have everything all oh, no one else out, is saying like, that either so but like rooting rooting for tyreek hill uh was like an uncomfortable moral uh compromise that i made for myself and it feels better at the end of the day that he is not a chief yeah You've gone the typical fan route. Like this will be the way once Cleveland, like right now Cleveland fans are just hoping Deshaun Watson will somehow get cleared. And then when he doesn't and gets released, they're going to be like, I'm glad he's gone. Like once a 20, but like, but like, but like, here's the thing. I don't blame any Brown. Like now if Browns fans are like getting on Twitter and being like, these women are all lying or whatever like that. I can't abide by. But if someone is like, you know what? The Browns have sucked my whole life. A lot of NFL players have bad guys on their team. Like I'm just gonna still be a Browns fan. I'm not like yeah. I'm not gonna make a moral judgment on that either way. But like I, I wouldn't be like you're a bad person for rooting for the Browns. Okay. I didn't I didn't know we were gonna go there, but we did. Swolecast contains multitudes. Yeah. We have range. <laughs> well, I just I just I That's just got knocked. I just gotten off a two-hour podcast with Brian Hooper before this, and and we were touching on much touchier subjects than Deshaun Watson. So I, Today, I'm, in that, I'm in that mind state. We've weighed in on asthma, <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes was just like a like just a throwaway. Wow, clip that. Diabetes no. is just a no, throwaway. Like, Talker the topic. Dave. The topic. Wait till we diabetes didn't really... Twitter gets a hold of that one, Dave. <laughs> We didn't go. We didn't go like deep into that subject. It was but, just the fact but of, like, like players playing with. So I I do want to go back to this point though. Oh, the the Trevor Bauer thing really put the NFL between a rock and a hard place, right? Like the fact that that Bauer is in a, a re, like a a similar situation, uh, where where charges were filed and, but it, it's still playing out in court. And before that even ended, he was suspended for two seasons. I'm sorry. I don't think anything has put the NFL in a hard place. Like you, that's true. I guess. Like you had a video of Ray Rice, uh, and but he did get suspended when the video came out. 
Exactly. And that was it. He never played again, right? Part of that was because he was like an old running back. You have 20-something women coming out against Deshaun Watson, who is in his prime right now, and the Browns still give him this huge contract. Yeah, um, and, and Kevin Kevin Cole made this point, which was like, there's like this, uh, I think there maybe if there will be this rush to criticize just the Browns, but yeah. evidence suggested basically 10 to 15 other teams were also yeah. offering him money. So Not the Titans. Well, they got Malik Willis, buddy. It's true. And he is just a good guy. The dude is just a solid guy. So Davis, at yeah. what point do we start drafting Jacoby Brissett? That's a, I mean, it's like, what, what's the possible upside with Jacoby Brissett? You know, I'd rather draft another Taysom Hill team. Where are you at? Where are you at on the Taysom Hill thing? Uh, obviously, Leone and Bankmeyer are telling me I'm the dumbest drafter of all time. Liam is egging me on. So I, where I need, I need calm Pete to come in. No, I've, I've done it a few times. I'm, I'm pro it when it makes sense. Right. So if you get funneled to a three tight end build, um, and then if you have any kind of, you know, correlation, like if you have an AJ Brown team and you get funneled to a three tight end build, um, like stuff like that, uh, if I go down that path, I, I like it. I think it makes some sense, but I'm not like, you, I'm not jamming just like Taysom Hill every draft. What do you, like what do you think? What do you think, Dave? No, hard, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather just get Tanny. <laughs> Taysom, <laughs> Taysom positions. Taysom is eligible at tight end on underdog, David. Yeah. Uh, so does cheat that... code, the skeleton key to best yeah. ball mania three. Should yeah. I make a video, David? Yes. Should I make a video yeah. about Taysom Hill and then trigger everyone? Because <laughs> that was always the round. thing. The OGs remember that in college football, this happened a few times where. Well, players... do, you, do you remember the NFL player that actually broke the score? I, I wonder if you remember. He also played for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, do not. Marcus Colston, his rookie season for the New Orleans Saints was classified oh, yeah. as a tight end. I, I I vaguely remember that. Vaguely. And this was two. This was two thousand six. So this was before your time. But he had uh, seventy receptions, eight touchdowns, a thousand yards as a as a tight end eligible player as a rookie. So. <clears throat> Jarvis Landry reportedly tearing it up at camp. Overreaction, Davis. I would I would hope a veteran wide receiver who's been in the league for ages would be looking pretty good at camp. Yeah, I, like I mean, he's fine. How many? How do you have more Saints or more Giants players in your teams, Davis? <sighs> way more Giants. Way more Giants. Yeah, the Saints are such a. I mean. You go it's down so the board, gross. you're like, Camara, oh, this doesn't sound fun. Michael Thomas, when I could take Gabe Davis or, you know, whatever. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. Chris Olave, when I could take Garrett Wilson or somebody yep. instead. Nah. It's, it's just, like, it's just up, and, up, up and down. There's always someone I like more. Well, I mean, Later. talking about talking about pending suspensions, I mean, it's kind of priced in for Alvin Kamara, but I don't know if it's priced in for missing a lot of time. It's also not priced in that he might just be cooked, too. <laughs> Well, I don't think he's cooked, but I think the offense might be cooked. Yeah. Really? I mean, they were pretty bad on offense last year. Well, they got, I mean, they've, they've revamped it completely. 
Complete revamp. They, they were not really letting they were not really letting Jameis Cook last year. But yes, obviously the wide receivers. But yeah, but who was better. their wide receiver? We've already talked about it. who were their wide receivers last year. I was I, I was Pete. I was looking at 2021 ADP yesterday. Uh, I don't remember what I was looking at it for. Why? Do you remember? <laughs> do, do you remember Marquez Callaway's final ADP after everything was all said and done? Oh. Was he in like the ninth round? He's like Spike he was like, he was like wide receiver 42. <laughs> Dude, that one he, that was nuts. Did he literally did he score a touchdown? I I have no idea. I mean, I know let's, let's find out. Let's find he out. He dominated August. The steady drum beat was a pounding on Marquez Calvin. He really, he really did. I mean, it Hang was on. insane. Real quick, actual question about the Saints backfield. I mean, Mark Ingram's barely you, being you, drafted. You've got to start taking like I've been taking him a lot. Yeah. I was gonna say, is there anyone else that's a competition? Well, they'll sign someone if if Kamara if Kamara truly is suspended for eight games, they will sign someone. Yeah, I, I don't know who. Don't don't ask me who, but there's always someone out there. But it's it is interesting how it's like obviously Kamara is going probably around later than where he would if there was no suspension risk, and yet Mark Ingram's ADP isn't pushed up at all. My I haven't taken him either. Like it's a blind spot for me, and I'm just here being like I need to have some more of that backfield. Yes. All right, that will do it for this uh, this show. Final thoughts, Davis? Anything you learned uh, today on this show? If anyone sees a way to get short on the Cleveland Browns win total, send me a message because I would like to bet. Because I'm so stupid. Like, I like it was hanging <laughs> out there. It was, hanging, it was hanging out there at like 10 and a half, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Do I want to type the money? And it's so obviously like, that's why I'm not a very good sports better. I just I, I I'm I'm just I'm just Johnny Public when it comes to these dumb bats. All right, uh, Pete. Final thoughts. If you see a zany tweet from Davis tomorrow between seven to eight p.m. Eastern, just reply to it. Yeah, that sounds about right, and then it'll make him less conscious. <laughs> All right, I will say that. Um... <clears throat> We learn stuff all the time on these shows, and today was no different. Uh, Pete learning there is not really a cure for asthma. Um, <laughs> and us going down the the different uh, paths, that's what makes the Swolecast so special. If you are a sponsor and you want to sponsor the show, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Your ad could go virtually yeah. anywhere. Oh, man. I mean, we've talked about some of the show, some of the companies – that could sponsor the show. I, I really feel like beef jerky, um, you know, hymns uh, or whatever that is, anything, anything like that. Davis, what, why are you like, what would you say would be the, the company that would advertise on this show? Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good product fit. Yeah. Like a best ball drafting website. Gosh, I don't know if we so, know any of those. You're so boring. Gosh, have, have fun oh, with that, Pete. Probably, that. probably. No, how about how about at home gym equipment? Best, best you know, because we're because we're all in the best shape of our lives. Davis, your they, arms are looking like they are yeah. looking big. Like, I mean, right, there's a definition there, pass. but they're yeah. Let's see it, Dave. <laughs> I would have a lot okay, of definition if their life. I would have a lot of definition if I didn't eat like a fat fuck. Hey, hey your ad. <laughs> Could go right here. Look at that. 
<laughs> and Pete also has the tan filter on his lights, so uh, it makes is, it even yeah. more. Yeah, my new this, camera yeah, gives I me know. the sun kiss filter. All right, so mine gives me the. Uh, I mean, I'm in the most tan shape of my life, and <laughs> I still this lighting. Anyways, all right, leave us a comment, like the video, subscribe, whatever. We'll see you next week on the Swolecast here at RotorGrinders.com. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.